Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Now, it's time for Mark and Kitchen. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original, 103.7 WEEI. All right, back here on the Mark and Kitchen Show. 401-777-1037 is the phone number if you want to jump in. Um, you know, I was thinking about this this week, Kitch. We talked about it a little bit with Scott last week, and then I felt like it came to fruition. The Celtics can win a lot of games. The Celtics win a lot of games. But winning a lot of games and having a winning DNA are different things. I think they're different things. Especially in basketball, if you have talent, you can win a lot of games. Do the Celtics have the winning DNA yet that is indefinitely necessary to win a championship? I don't think you can win a championship without a winning DNA. Um, everybody, every championship team has a different level of winning DNA, but you need to have significantly high levels of winning DNA to win a championship. It can't just be on talent. Do you think the Celtics have enough of a winning DNA to win a championship at this point? Uh, not enough yet, but they did, a di- they did themselves a true service this off season by adding a guy like Drew Holiday who actually has won a title. Um, when I look at this team, I go, there's kind of two guys with that winning DNA, right? Holiday and Derek White. I haven't seen it from Jalen Brown. You know, I, I, I don't fully see it with Tatum. I still get a little bit of that Carmelo vibe. And, I, you know, I'm unsure about Porzingis right now. I love Porzingis. He's fantastic. Yeah. I love all those guys. They're great. But I don't see them having that winning DNA yet. I think you got two guys that get you there. Definitely white. Definitely white. And, I, and let me just say, guys, I love, love this conversation. I don't know why. Maybe it's because you can't specifically quantify what we're talking about, a winning DNA. You know, you just kind of know what Basically, you see it. it's kind of like, you know, Guys that'll really do anything to win. You saw the Warriors and, still have that winning DNA despite not being as good. Well, they have guys that'll do anything to win. Exactly. And yeah, not just do anything to win. Player, though, Kitch. Their it's, best player will do anything to win. But it's not just do anything to win, which is part of it. But it's also c- convert, and and it's a feeling you get because the guy that you that you're watching play converts in those situations when the win is in the balance, they convert and they get it done. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. And again, expectations play a role. You know, Steph Curry's expectations are different than Derek White's drew holidays. Expectations are different than Jason Tatum's. And that, you know, is the thing. Jason Tatum's a first team all NBA guy. So yeah, his winning DNA and what he needs to do and what he needs to show me is going to be different and more 
more demanding than Derek White's. Um, but you're, I think that's a fascinating thing, and you're absolutely right. When you talk about winning DNA on the Celtics, I think of White, I think of Holiday. I certainly, certainly don't think of Jalen Brown. Certainly not. I'm, I'm wondering if that – and it's, it's so funny because people are raving about his play this year. And this is the whole thing. This is why I hate stats and why stats are for losers, Bill. Because stats and winning DNA do nothing. They are not apples to apples at all. Not at all. And some people will say Jalen Brown has had a great year. And statistically, and he has had good games and good se- But I'm talking about the winning DNA they're going to need to win those big games against the best teams in the clutch moments consistently when it's at their best. Or, I mean, when it's maybe when they're not at their best. Mark, I think Jalen's trending in the right direction. Okay. That's fair. He's definitely trending in the right direction, but I'll be honest with you. He's the highest paid player on the team. In the He's league? the third, maybe fourth best player on the team. It's still Tatum. His talent is overwhelming for everyone else. Derek White's the second best player on the team. Right now, through this season, Derek White is the second best player on this team. That's right. And then if you want to have the argument between Porzingis and Brown, feel free. You guys think White makes right all-star? With- no. He should. He should. Seems like a he viable won't. debate at this point. It, it, it absolutely you know, well, is. It, it I just depends. don't. It, it, teams at the top of the conference will, you know, if they've got these type of players, will sometimes be unfairly weighted. So he might, but I, I don't think he will. He absolutely should be. He's the second best player on this team. I think it'd be a great to see. It, it's just a fascinating argument and discussion about if do they have enough winners on the team. And I Porzingis I mean, to me is still a to be determined if he's a winner or not. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I no, mean, still, the jury's out on him. The jury's I mean, out on the him. Other night. He finished the I, I game. Thought Brown, I thought Brown earlier, like a few years ago, had that in him. And the, and the question was certainly out on Jason Tatum. The way I've seen Tatum evolve over his last couple of years in terms of, you know, you, you can see the work that he has put in whether it's on his body or actually on his game, you kind of got to lean towards, yeah, maybe he does have that. But Brown, I haven't seen him get better for three years. Last five games, Ben, he's uh, averaging five-plus assists. The turnovers are down. That's the kind of play he needs to have if the Celtics are going to win. He needs to keep it simple, take it to the rack. Don't dribble, dribble, dribble like your Stephon Marbury and get yourself in trouble and turn it over. How many times in the last three games did I watch him get stuffed at the rim? Yeah. Listen. I think it was twice still took in it that to the rim, State though. game. There's, there is a difference between not being able to come through for your team to win the game and being the reason your team loses the game. I, I still think Jalen Brown and even Tatum, um, for that measure, but more so Brown, can find themselves in a situation where they're the reason that the game went south. Game you know seven, Miami. Mean? Yeah, like Miami or the turnovers or whatever. It's not just, okay, the game isn't going our way. Why can't the superstar step up and win it for us? That's bad enough, and that's asking a lot to do every time you get into a bad situation as a team. I'm not saying that. But too often, Brown is the reason in big games or whatever that they're losing the game. Or, or Tatum in the big moment is the fourth or fifth best player on the court in the big moment. When did, okay, and again, they were the champions, so it's not fair. But when did the Nuggets, when they lost some of those games that they played last spring, when was it because 
Jokic or Murray lost them the game. It was now sometimes, hey, Murray didn't hit. I remember in one of the games, Murray had a shot to tie it, didn't go in. Mm-hmm. Or they didn't, you know, maybe have a big game or a big enough game to overcome a big game that an opponent was having and they didn't win. But they, they didn't lose. I mean, you didn't lose because Jokic went out there and just threw up on himself and was turning it over happened. and was bad basketball after bad basketball play and, and cost you the game. That doesn't happen. I mean, when was the last time that happened to any superstar that you could remember? Embiid, Giannis, Jimmy Butler. When did they go? I feel out like there LeBron early on had a touch of that. A touch of that. Um, well, Embiid. Just watch the playoffs and watch Embiid's playoff career. But was he losing you games though? Like that's different than. Yes, in the a- sense that he wasn't ready to go. Okay. Whether he was out of shape, right? You know, figuring it out couple of years ago or you know consistently getting hurt yeah he kind of was it, it wasn't as egregious as james harden like if you go back and look at the the playoff series against the um celtics last year he absolutely did lose you games again it wasn't as egregious and obvious as it was for james harden it was like hey one night i can put up 42 and the next i'm gonna struggle to put up six all right but we're, we're talking about championships here I'm sorry, are we talking about something else? That's what we're talking about in Boston, and that's what we're talking about because of the 20 years we've had, and that's what we're talking about because this team, the Celtics team, is really good and really close. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, it's a high bar to reach, but damn it, they're good players. They've been all on, on all NBA teams. They've been in the finals. So we're going to talk about what's going to get you over the hump. I'm not, we're not arguing that they're not great players and they're not Hall of Fame caliber players, whatever. Jalen Brown's a great player. He's going to be on a bunch of all-star teams and all these different things, awards. I'm talking about the DNA necessary to get over the hump to win games that maybe you're not supposed to win or to win games in the most important um, situations, time of year, well, playoffs. The, what, what we've talked about all year and going back over the summer, what I wanted to see this team do was add some more size. And hopefully over this stretch with Porzingis being, you know, Good to go one game, out for a game, back for another game, out again. You know, I, I hope it highlights the need to go get that. And ben, do you, r- do you think Kata can be at all a contributor? Excuse me? What? Uh, third string center, Kata. Um, he's played a little bit this week. Nemus Kata. Yeah. No, you, you, no. You need a more established guy that is going to give you a little bit more, something that's a little more reliable than that. Problem is, who is that if guy? You can, if you can pry, if you can get Isaiah Stewart out of Detroit, Detroit is god awful. I know there will be other people looking. It was for rumored him. in the off season too, Stewart. Man, the rumors have been stoking up over the last week or so. That's that's the direction you go. And I know he's not the biggest guy in the world, but he's also a guy that's going to get you six, seven, eight, nine rebounds a night. Can get you ten a game. So, you know, and give you toughness. Almost like a Kavon Looney type. Yeah, with a little more edge to him. Yeah. So that that's the direction I would go in. And now you have a three-man rotation of Porzingis, Allen, him. And now Cornette's your break glass in case of an emergency, or Kate is your break glass in that's case of an emergency. That's what I'm saying. I feel like, like Kate, now I'm I more intrigued to see him play over Cornette at this point. Oh, I, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You, you know Cornette's not a complete and utter disaster. He's the type of guy that's going to be in the right place at the right time. He just can't Ben, do ben you know who Cornette else. is? Travis Knight. Oh, he's worse than Travis Knight. Maybe Travis even Knight Andrew was, DeClerc. Was horrible. 
I don't want to hear those names. Yeah, let's not go back to late 90s, early 2000s. Seven but that's Cornette. Yes. He's not a top seven, top even nine. Yeah, guy. you're you're not wrong. Yeah, but I just don't want to hear those names. No, um, I'll take PTSD with this team. This, this it's just it's fascinating, and it's going to be fascinating because they have had the issues. I just think that the winning a lot of games, I, I just think people get too intoxicated with their ability to win the games that they're winning because they have so much talent and they can overwhelm teams versus that winning DNA that you need to have in the playoffs because it's going to come due. You're going to face moments and challenges and games where the winning DNA has to shine through in order to get over the hump and to win that series or to win the game to make it 3-2 versus, or, or you know, the, the game that will make it 2-1 instead of 3-0, a game the Celtics should have won last year. In Miami to avoid a disaster. Because, you know, once it went to 3-0, the improbable comeback was unlikely. Sometime during a playoff run, if not multiple times, and usually multiple times, you've got to have that winning DNA come through. And I just don't know. I mean, that game in, in Golden State, again, the, 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 it's give them credit. They've, they've, had, they've shown progress because I thought bouncing back they, the way they did the next night was big. No Tatum. Yeah. But you, they, I think they would have smashed the Warriors if Porzingis was available. Okay. Okay. But that again, though, he wasn't available. He, nope, wasn't he wasn't available. He ended up in a nip and tuck game, and you couldn't get yep. it done with the guys you had. The You're problem right. is you had Curry with 5,000 in the third quarter, and you weren't able to attack and exploit that situation. Well, yeah, but you know what, though? Well, they, they started trying to attack it, and they, they weren't getting the call. They weren't going to foul Curry out, and then they continued to do it, and they were they sacrificing some of their threes, shots. Though. They weren't taking it to the rack enough. It was just it was a disaster of a game. It Let's really was. You know, Ralph and people were like, you know, it was a close game, overtime loss. No, that was that was a disaster for the Celtics. And you you missed how many threes? Um, and you you allowed him to constantly get the matchup against Horford, like you just kept allowing it. It was an incredibly frustrating game. Again, they went out there. Credit to them, they bounced back. Great game at Golden State without. I mean, at uh, Sacramento without Jason Tatum. But I don't. You know, to win a championship, you got to win in a in a in a variety of different ways. I do think they've made progress. But I don't know if it's enough to get them over the hump. And until I see it in the playoffs, that's what's going to be the Mark, big question. Mark, you've been on them with the clutch play. And to me, Golden State was just another prime example of it. It was. But they have been better. They have done it more this year. And in some of those games, they've come through. I don't get the sense of impending doom as much as I did a year ago. But I, I'm just wondering, Joe, is it enough? Have they bridged the gap enough? To win a championship. Jerry's still, still out. You feel a lot better if they pull that Golden State right. game out. Because if they're still going to lose games like that, where Curry had the look in his eye, and he was the best player down the stretch, and he was doing what you needed to do and hit those shots, I still wonder, because all of a sudden, if one turns into two, then you're down in the series. And then everything comes into question. There's just no room in the NBA playoffs. And if you're talking, again, you're talking about a championship. I'm not talking about this team not being you be good able or to face adversity or, and play through it. They're great. They have great talent. They're a great team. But if you're talking about winning a championship, it, it's more than that. You need more than just being great talent-wise. Let's talk to Ralph and Cranston. 
Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, happy holidays to everyone. Hey, <clears throat> the Golden State game to me was the probably the worst coached game I've seen Missoula do. And I thought he was over the hump. He was getting it back. Of course, they should have been attacking the rim. They weren't hitting the outside shots. Green wasn't there. Golden State doesn't have anybody else. That's really a good rim protector. They should have been doing that. They had the lead. But when 14 seconds on the clock, you need one point to win the game. You're taking three-point shots. You're not calling timeouts. That was, I mean, Helen Keller could see that you should have at least called a timeout. Set something up. But go down low rather than take a, a, a lower percentage shot as important as the three-point shot is. And, and I look at it, and I, I just shook my head because I love Joe Mazzola. And, of course, he's local. Uh, his dad was a great friend of mine. God rest his soul. But the thing is, I looked at it, and I said, has he, has he advanced any from what the mistakes he was making? Because that's a game they should have won. And, and those, that's going to determine a lot when you get in the playoffs and you're playing a really great team. Close games, you've got to learn how to be a winner and pull them out. And I was I was disappointed with that. But guys, can I mention PC for a second? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right, I'm, I'm on my way to the game. You know, this 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 coach here, English is is. I mean, Cooley, I'll give him credit. I was pretty close to him. You know, I, it's despicable the way he left, but he built this popularity. You know, he was like PT Bonham, and but Kim English is a really good X and O's coach. They move so well without the ball. They set picks. They cut down the lane. They dish back out. Cooley's offense stood around. And, and his, he, he was a great recruiter. He, was, he could sell you know, diet pills to the Ethiopians. But he, mm-hmm. he wasn't the coach this kid is. This kid's got a great future, guys. I don't know if you watch Providence and seen any of these games. This kid is a phenomenal coach, and he has complete control of this team. And us – Season ticket holders, long-time season ticket holders are all saying it. I mean, we're not – I don't bash Cooley. I would share him if he came in because he did do a lot for the program as bad as it was. But Kim English is an amazing – to me, he's an amazing coach. He, they are so good defensively. Uh, he's just a much better coach than Cooley already. All right. Guys, have a great, healthy, happy holiday to you and your families. You, you Thanks, too, Ralph. Ralph. Thanks right for the call. You, buddy. The Merry big Christmas. thing that Kim English can do – Okay, the quickest way, and I know this is asking a lot, and maybe, I mean, it's early. I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to start shouting from the mountaintops. He's a great coach. If Kim English wants to make the biggest, most emphatic statement he can make, okay, it's not to beat Ed Cooley on January 27th or whatever it is. It's not to win the Big East tournament or the Big East regular season. You make a run in the NCAA tournament. That is the biggest statement Kim English could make with this Providence Friars team. If you make a run, that is the one thing Cooley, P.T. Barnum, all the things that Ralph just alluded to, uh, the, the dunk, the amp, the, the student section, Taylor, whatever it is, he never really, really was able to make a sustained, significant run. They, would they make the Sweet 16 once, and it was sort of a grind, and they felt like more often than not they were underwhelming in the NCAA tournament. If Kim English wants to really announce his presence in year, especially because they look pretty good, you make a damn impressive run in the NCAA tournament year one, at least the Sweet 16 or bust, and then some. If you can do that, they, they, people will forget about Ed Cooley in an instant, in a second, if you can make a run in the tournament. He never really made that significant run, despite all the good teams and all the fun and everything that they did at Providence. All right. Um we got to go. When we get back, rapid fire, Christmas weekend, Mark and Kitchen, 103.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 